0: the SenseMaker. Hi, I'm Claudia and this is SenseMaker from TortoiseMedia.com. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today we're telling the story of Nazanin zaghari Ratcliffe. You might have heard of her, the British-Iranian woman who's been serving a prison sentence in Iran for the last five years. Her sentence ended this week and now we're asking the same question as her husband and her six-year-old
1: daughter. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Um,
0: so, I, you know, I'm glad I had no idea it would last this long when it started. That's Richard Ratcliffe, Nazneen's husband. For five years, he's been fighting to be reunited with his wife. And this is why. In April 2016, Nazneen was arrested by Iranian police at the International Airport in Tehran. There's actually a video of the moment she was arrested. I'm watching it now. Nazneen is pushing a trolley through the airport. It's piled high with all these suitcases, And she's stopped by an officer who takes her passport. She's sent into a room and she's told that she's being detained and that she can't leave the country. Her jaw drops. She looks terrified and completely bewildered. The Iranian government claimed that Nazanin had come to the country as a spy. That she wanted to topple the regime. They charged her with espionage and locked her in Evin Prison, this notoriously harsh jail in the capital. In reality, she'd been on holiday, visiting her parents with her baby daughter. Ever since her arrest in 2016, her husband Richard has campaigned for her release. He's staged protests. He's camped outside the Iranian embassy in London, and he's even gone on hunger strike. But nothing's worked. His wife has remained in prison.
1: Nazanin has been languishing for no reason in an Iranian jail for over two years.
0: Another series of sad milestones, the 1,000th day for Nazanin being in prison. This
1: is the fifth Christmas
0: we've been apart. Um, it, it, It doesn't get easier each time. Nazanin finished her sentence earlier this week, but she's still not allowed to come home. On the day of her release, she got a call from her lawyers. She's going back to court again on Sunday. At the moment, it's unclear what this hearing's actually going to be about. It could be that the authorities are just tying up loose ends. But it also might be something more sinister.
1: I don't have a clear feeling at this point whether it's more of a political stunt or more like a threat to the British government to say, listen, if you don't move in the ways you need to, you can still do bad stuff.
0: And Nazneen's lawyers have warned her to be prepared for her family's worst nightmare, another conviction. So the question is, will Nazanin come home or will she stay locked up in Iran? The answer about Nazanin's fate, well, it might sound surprising, but it actually has a lot to do with tanks. And bear with me here because it is a complicated story.
1: Uh, Most of our armor is British. And we have given you a specification for a new tank.
0: That's the Shah of Iran, talking to a British journalist in 1978 about an order for 1,500 new tanks. You know what I mean, the kind you drive into battle. A year later, the Shah was overthrown in the Iranian revolution, and Britain cancelled the order for those tanks. And the new regime wanted its money back. The British never paid up. But the issue hasn't gone away. In 2009, so 30 years later, an international trade court ruled that the UK should give the Iranians their money. But even after 30 years, the two sides still couldn't agree on the precise amount that was owed or how it should be paid. And it is tricky because international sanctions against Iran make it difficult for the British to pay them legally. So there's been another set of court cases dragging through UK courts. And Nazanin's family, well, they say that the twists and turns in her case match up with how the debt case is going. Setbacks with the debt case means setbacks for Nazanin.
1: Nazanin was taken, um, I think that's really clear at this point, was taken to get that money back. Every time that debt court case didn't resolve, something
0: bad would happen to us. The next hearing for that debt case is in April, and the British say they are working out how to pay it. Here's Simon MacDonald, a former diplomat.
1: Um, uh, one of the key complications is that Iran is subject to very comprehensive sanctions. So how this money is repaid is a part of the story. Um, but that is, um, we are dealing with that.
0: We don't know what's going to happen in that court hearing in Iran on Sunday. But if more charges are brought against Nazanin, it seems likely that it will be because the Iranians want to send a message to the British government. Give us our money back. As things stand, it looks possible that it's only going to be once this 40-year-old debt has been cleared, that Nazanin will be allowed to see her husband and her child again. But if Britain does pay, how much for the next hostage? If you enjoyed listening today, please give the podcast a follow on Spotify so that you don't miss any episodes. Just type SenseMaker into your Spotify search bar. And before you go, let me tell you about Tortoise. That's the newsroom where I work. We do slow news, not breaking news. And we also make a weekly podcast, The Slow Newscast, where we tell one story in depth. You can find that on Spotify too. Just search for Slow Newscast. Today's episode of SenseMaker was written and produced by Ella Hill. The SenseMaker.
1: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.